You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Like our Facebook page if you get the chance. It's just called uh, America's Healthcare Challenge. Pretty easy to find. You could uh, see see what I look like if you really want to do that. I don't know <laughs> if you want to do that. With Brian Munderlow, how you doing today, Brian? Good. I'm good. I'm good. No picture of me, unfortunately, but uh, you're the face. Yeah, well, face <laughs> for radio, as they say. Uh, we've got a call, Jim, on America's Healthcare Challenge. He wants us to um, spend a little bit of time talking about um, free market healthcare, and then we're going to dive into our, our, um, our item of uh, the ACA death spiral. So, Jim, how you doing? Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. How you doing? Hey, What's going on? No, not much. I'm glad you're doing it. You're, you're giving us a great example of why our government is just taking control of our health care. As simple as that. It's, we need to put an emphasis on this. This EPIPEN, is that how you pronounce it? The EPIPEN? EPIPEN? Yeah. This whole situation, um, if we consistently not pay attention to how the pharmaceutical companies Basically, this is part of the pharmaceutical uh, industry, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we need to pay attention, as you guys were even saying, the idea that if there's a medication that's only that, that, that one company has, that if we are able to buy that company and, and produce that medication, we have no competition. No competition, as you guys were stating. I'm really calling to emphasize what you guys were stating, that, that, that we have to understand economics 101. No competition means higher prices. And that's what's happening. There is less competition through consolidation. So my, the point is, as I said to your caller, uh, call screener, that instead of spending your thought listening to what even the Republicans are saying, that we will replace Obamacare with a different health care system, no, you don't need to replace nothing with nothing. Just leave it alone. Let the free market take care of it. Now, if we, the people, are able to go around and talk to doctors about what kind of what kind of pricing are you going to give me for my health care? What are you going to do for me? How much is it going to cost me? You may not even need the insurance company. But since the price of health care, the price of being in the hospital, the price of the doctors or the, uh, the price of the pharmaceutical companies or drugs you buy from the pharmaceutical companies has gone so high through the history of our country, think back to the 1800s. Think back how how doctors paid was paid by the the people of this country. Think about how much how you were paying the for the drugs that you were getting back in the early 1800s. Find out in our history probably around the 1950s, 60s, or even 1970s, is where the price of, of, of drugs, the price of being in the hospital started rising. Why? Because we did not live by the free market. Think about how long we haven't lived by the free market. Yeah, and, Jim, you're, you're, you're right on, Sean. You know, prescription drugs, uh, the, 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 the interesting thing, they're, they're like the, the, the poster child of what's going on in the entire healthcare industry, right? There's so many different individuals that are getting their cut. You, you got your pharmacist, you've got your uh, prescription drug manager, you've got you know the insurance company a little bit, uh, you've got um, the, the, whole, the whole system. 
And, you know, Jim's right. If you do go to the pharmacy, you don't have to just present your, your health insurance card because that may actually raise your rate because every, everyone has a different price. And if you, it, what's interesting, if you do get a prescription or if you, you happen to, uh, to look into it, is call around because you'll get one, one answer of like $20 and then you'll call to another pharmacy and it's $200. And each pharmacy has different rates of where they're making their money. It's a shell game and that's the game that's being played. And it's easy when, 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 you're, when you're unable to see or you don't see what the cost is and you just pay whatever the card says, that there's an opportunity and the, the free market. And we're gonna talk about this a little bit later on, on maybe one of Donald Trump's ideas. But one of the key aspects of a free market is people know how much something costs. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that's not built into our pharmacy or our health insurance or health program in general uh, that needs to happen. Yeah, the, I guess a word you could use to describe it would be opaque. It's very hard to, you know, see very untransparent. And they've tried to that's right. to change that. And it's because of this massive consolidation. And I, I don't know, like you, you could want to have the government potentially get involved if there are monopolistic situations to go to this Aetna example. But then all of a sudden that causes Aetna to completely pull out of all of the exchanges right. except for four states. Yeah. So then maybe you don't want the government involved. It's just, Aetna's just trying to survive. You know, they see the losses in the market. So yeah, they want to become a monopoly, but it's just to protect themselves because they have no buying power anymore on these huge hospital networks that they're, they're dealing with. And so they're, they, they may try, they're the bad guys. So we're not going to give them any, any power to negotiate, but on, on, on some, on some level, we all need to be, uh, uh, aware of what's going on because you know we we uh, we we it's our money right either it's in our premium it's out of our pocket it's our money or it's our children's money right but when when it comes down to it we all have almost a patriotic civic duty to find out what the cost of it is and and then make the right decision you know the the first decision is going to be of course your your health and your wellness but believe it or not. Uh, the highest cost providers aren't the best providers, uh, and a lot of the, the the people that you'd want to see are the ones that are uh, have really great rates because that's what they specialize in and that's what they they do. Um, and you have to be able to navigate the system sometimes in order to find them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you you just raised a great point about just how. Um, th- these insurance companies have consolidated because they almost have to because these healthcare organizations have consolidated and it's really a big bargaining position that they're both trying to get in to negotiate more money for either side. Absolutely, you know that uh, having the the power to to, nego- to negotiate with these big entities is one thing, and the other thing on why they're trying to consolidate is because of the tremendous uncertainty in the market. And we can talk about this a little bit later, but in many states right now in the United States, there's only one option in the marketplace. And why is that? That's because every other carrier has either left or gone belly up in the past few years. And the only way to manage that risk pool is to have a single entity so that the negative risk doesn't bankrupt and and bounce back and forth beyond all the carriers. And so that's we're going to a monopoly in the, the private marketplace. It's already happened in many states and many other states there's only two uh, and, and those are going away. So that that is the monopoly is already there and the federal government may deny the merger, but that doesn't deny the fact that they created this monopoly in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. 
And even in some of those states where there is one, they might not be in certain counties. I believe there's a county in Arizona just outside of Phoenix, for example, that has zero options. Yeah, you know, we used to joke about it. You know, what happens when there's no option? You know, what's going to happen? Maybe that was maybe that was the intent. You know, some people would joke that, but it's it's actually happening now. Uh, and, you know, with it's amazing why they would call it a marketplace, you know, and you can get a little bit, uh, you know, in, into what is going to happen. Remember what it used to be called before marketplace? Exchange, but remember it couldn't translate to Spanish, so they That's had right. to call it marketplace? That's right. The 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 exchange yeah did, didn't translate in, in, into Spanish. The, so they called it the marketplace. It is, it is the marketplace where you can buy you know your your small, medium, or large from one 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 carrier or two carriers, and uh, it's all overpriced. So um, you know we if if things are going to go the way that they're going with the individual marketplace, it is set up to where only either just tremendous amount of change in our system or the government takes over. And so th those, those are the two options that are going to be given to the American people and they're going to be given to them the, you know, next, this year, next year. Uh, it's, it's, it is an insurance, insurance death spiral right now. Uh, and uh, we, we're going we're gonna to dive into that a little bit, I know. Yeah, right now. How about right now? Because sure. I've got one of these uh, segments, a former uh, person we've had on this program, Sally Pipes. She is the head of the Pacific Research Institute, wrote an interesting commentary piece on CNBC this week. Uh, great job identifying that one. She's talking about um, the Obamacare pullout means the insurance death spiral has arrived, is her, her position. And um, this is something that, We've tried to explain, but it is so in the weeds and how hard um, some of this stuff is behind behind the scenes as far as reinsurance and risk corridors and yeah. and all of those things. Yeah, just, just to just to if you haven't heard what a death spiral is in insurance, basically it's when some when when insurance becomes so expensive that only the risk wants to buy it. Only the in health insurance health insurance gets so expensive that only the the sick need can buy it, right? If you are healthy, like for, for me and my family, uh, next year, the premiums combined with the out-of-pocket costs would be $28,000, okay? So you, what you have is you have a lot of people trying to avoid that huge amount, uh, and the smaller the insurance pool gets, the higher the rates go, and the whole thing just explodes. And so, uh, the, and, and the, the website that, you know, that's CNBC, it's all, it's all over the place as far as uh, reports of, uh, the You've got New York Times articles. You've got everything in there. The Obamacare wasteland, <laughs> you know, it's it, and that's Forbes. Um, so it it's it's here and uh, it's happening now, and we need we we have to do something about it. Uh, so we're we're you know for for my situation for for my myself, you know, if you if you run the numbers, something's something's got to give, uh, and you know, talk a little bit about. Uh, you know what what you can do. Uh, so you know there, there's there's ways to kind of help with these high out of pocket costs or strategies that, that you can use. But unfortunately, nothing's nothing's perfect. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, there's there's no reason to to offer coverage if you, you just to a, a segment of the population if you know you're going to lose money. You know, and without without insurers to to handle the claims, you know what what are you going to be left with? Yeah, and just to give give the listeners uh, some statistics on what we're actually talking about as far as how many people 
pulling out because it's not just limited to Aetna pulling out, is it? United Healthcare, which is the United the United States' largest insurer, will only sell plans in three states. Last year, they sold in 34. Humana will offer it in just 156 counties, which is 88% less than last year. And then now we have Aetna is the only one in there. And then of the 23 co-ops that were started or created under the Affordable Care Act, only seven are left. That's right. Yeah, and the, the co-ops, and even those seven, right, the reason they still exist right now is because they weren't successful enough to enroll, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the co-ops that were successful that enrolled lots of people that came into the marketplace to try and establish chain, change had the rug pulled up underneath them at the 11th hour uh, by Congress who refused to pass the funding appropriation that they counted on. So they were created, the cost was put into to make them, and then uh, then, at the, then at the 11th hour they, they said, okay, you know, we're, we're not going to pay you the, the, the IOU that we gave you. That actually was in the form of our money, our taxpayer-funded uh, tax premiums on our insurance policies that was, it was meant and appropriated. So um, there's, the, the co-ops are, are gone or, or, or leaving. Uh, major insurance carriers are, are leaving. And those that are staying are asking for huge increases. If you look around the country, a 40% increase in 2017 isn't uncommon. You know, a, a 20% increase is almost, almost a fortunate situation. And this is in combination with the lack of doctors and with the, the rise of um, out-of-pocket expenses, all brought about uh, by the government forcing uh, their hand on the individual's decision and on the ability to price risk in in the marketplace, so we are seeing the 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 culmination of what what is the the so, the socialistic aspects of the of the healthcare reform law in the individual market. Right, right. So, this is something um, <laughs> to really to to pay attention to. But yes, just to to review, the death spiral is essentially when there's not enough healthy people to offset the risk of uh, of the sick people, and the sick people are the ones that are flooding into the marketplace and what's the problem is most of the people that actually receive uh care through a policy through the marketplace get a subsidy and as these right rates continue to go up nothing is is in there to stop them from going up insurance companies are limited on how much money they can actually make so would they rather make 15 percent of Six hundred dollars or fifteen percent of a thousand dollars. Yeah, for individuals that get a subsidy, they're they're insulated against the premium increases. It's only a small amount, uh, a smaller amount of individuals that actually feel the pain of the the high premiums, uh, and the, it's they're they're passing all those costs on, you know, to the American taxpayer. To, to the American taxpayer, and if you just look at how how, how the numbers work, um, you know, those individuals who are are getting uh, big subsidies. Uh, they also get help with out-of-pocket costs, and I'm not—I'm not saying that's a bad idea, right? Because you know, I—I I know what it's like to be sick and 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 need help. Uh, but w- without ongoing uh, financial democracy uh, in the individual market, you're going to have the haves and the have-nots. You're going to have those that, you know, have great coverage, don't have to, you know, pay a lot for it, and then you're going to have those that have absolutely exorbitant rates uh and high pocket uh, costs out you know to boot right so that is where we are with the uh, aca death spiral something that 
better get talked about this presidential election season. I'm going to be mad if it doesn't. I remember the last presidential election, I did a count on how much time they spent in the debates talking about health care, and it was like less than 10 minutes in all of the debates total. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, you, even now uh, just to how, you know, they're not talking. No, no one really wants to talk about substance. So we're going to get into a little bit of substance in regards to uh, into the political candidates and uh, what their views are, if, if we can determine and maybe uh, decipher them uh, for the public here a yeah, little bit. <laughs> we're going to do that. And we're also going to take a little bit look, a uh, little bit more of a closer look. You mentioned your maximum exposure. I'm going to go through my maximum exposure and help uh, you, uh, the listener, both as an individual and a business, figure out some of your maximum exposure that you might have uh, to worry about here next year because 2017 folks is going to be a really really crazy year the numbers are already starting to come out uh, there's been a process for rate increases that that they have to go through whether it's through the state insurance departments or the federal the government also has has to look at it but they're starting to come out and people aren't going to be happy and of course it doesn't start until after the election imagine that but that's why we're here to keep on top of it here on america's Healthcare challenge we'll be back right after this